While reading is fun, your mental health is funner. We want to make sure that you are fully prepared for what you are about to read. This book contains graphic sexual scenes, breath play and choking, torture, murder, physical assault, kidnapping, mentions of pedophilia and sexual abuse of a minor, mentions of physical abuse of a minor. If you are ever in a place where you need to talk or connect, please text or call 988. This is the USA National Suicide and Crisis Hotline. You are listening to Book Talk, the podcast where four internet friends talk spicy books with spicy language. I'm Tori. I'm Alex. I'm Liz. And I'm Chris. And we will be your literature captains for the evening. Last week, we read Hooked by Emily McIntyre. Usually, we like to give you guys a little bit of a blurb, but we've decided to start enlisting our husbands to give a basic synopsis of the book based solely off of the things that we have told them and or the things that they have Googled themselves. So without further ado, I have my husband, Dennis, giving us our quick little review of what to expect when reading Hooked. Cody's way funnier than me. I was listening to his before this. (laughs) I I, I can't really compete with that. You both create good TikTok content that your wives tell you to. I I was going to say, I do what Tori tells me to do. Literally, that's what it is. (laughs) So it's fine. Okay. So today... Or this week we read Hooked. I should say I shouldn't say we. I didn't read it. So a spinoff of Peter Pan is what I've gathered. Wendy, who has some daddy issues, and then you have Hook, aka Captain Hook, that also has problems with her daddy. So her daddy's not a good guy. He's a he's a drug dealer. Or Hook is the drug dealer. So there's a bunch of drug dealers in this book. And then you have Hook trying to get revenge on Wendy's daddy. Bunch of daddy issues just all over the place. That's what I'm just I got from it. A bunch of uh, Hook's friends turn on him. And then originally he was trying to get with Wendy to get back at her dad, but he fell in love. That was the ultimate revenge. And that's all I really have. It's not as good of a story to read about as like Ice Planet Barbarians where you could talk about dudes with 12 inch schlongs with clip massagers on them, you know? But yeah, there you go. Great job. Okay. So I, as far as like stars go, I gave the overall rating for this book. I gave it about a four star, my enjoyment. I also gave it a four star. I ran through it pretty quickly. This is my second time reading this book. I read it about a year and some change ago and my brain didn't fully remember everything about it, but I still enjoyed my way through it. Having read it before and still enjoying my way, I feel like that's the sign of like, you know, it's a good read. And then ease of reading, I put it out of four. Again, that could be just because I have read it before, but I just like flew through it. It was like revisiting an old friend. Um, For overall, for me, I put a four um, enjoyment. I, I also put a four, but ease of reading, I did 3.5 because there were some parts where I was just like, let's go. Let's get it going. Also, I struggled a little bit because belly cramping or any feeling in the gut was mentioned 65 plus times. Yeah. I stopped keeping track after 65. So, oh my God. Yeah. At one point, yes. I thought he meant he got stabbed in the stomach when he was, yes. I was like, did, did I miss something? Yeah. yeah. I zoned in more on how many times I was going to read belly cramping or gut or my stomach is doing X, Y, and Z. So, yeah, it knocked it down a peg. A lot of IBS going on. I know. Take some <laughs> Pepto. 
we're good here. We like we the have- representation though. Yeah. <laughs> so we Thanks have medicine for that, guys. We have yeah. medicine for that. Let's use it. And you he's know? got the money for it. Let's just let's just get that taken care of real quick. I mean, that's implied, but like for somebody who has like so much money as he's supposed to have, I feel like flaunt it a little bit more. Okay. You're supposed to be this big bad honcho guy. Yeah. yeah. I don't see you buying her anything other than a tracking collar. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I have thoughts about that, but overall rating. I gave it a 2.5. Enjoyment, I gave it a three. Ease of reading, I gave it a four because I read literally 70% of the book in the last three hours. I'm so Uh, proud of you. I know. My reading, my fifth grade reading teacher, shout out to you, Miss Jackson. And Spice, I gave it a four. Yeah, I I did like the book. I would probably read again by this author, but I'll, I kind of, Okay, I say I like the book, but I gave it a 2.5. It The book made me angry. I have some issues with the structure of the writing. I have some issues with plot points. I have some issues with underdeveloped mm-hmm. characters, but I do believe the sex, the sex scenes were extremely well written. So I would be interested to read more by this author because the sex scenes were brilliant. A lot, I had a lot of issues with. So, so like there's one thing, like I have read every book in this series that she's had out so far. I think the newest one comes out in like August 31st or something like that. Um, So I've read every single one in this series and it's gotten better with each one as I just kind of assume happens with authors as they sort of like catch their stride and start to like understand how to write better as it goes on. And so like, I absolutely wouldn't knock off reading any of the other ones in the series just because like it, it does get better. You know? I think her That's editor good. did her dirty. I really do. Yeah, I think her I, yeah. editor did her dirty. Emily, yeah. hire. if you're hiring for your next book, I am available. <laughs> uh, I didn't go over my, like you said spice. I didn't go over my spice rating either, but I put it at a 3.75. Just like, yes, the spice was well-written. It was there. It what I think maybe just like my gauge is kind of off sometimes because like of the things that I have read before. I'm like, this is just, you know, minimal. It's not yeah. too much. It was just like, yeah, it was okay. You know, classic virgin and then not a virgin, all these different things. And like the spice scenes were nice. They were just like, you know what? I feel like it's not enough. It's not worthy of a four. Yeah. I will say they were not like spice in the sense of like bondage, like rough sex, but they were well written in the sense of her descriptions, her yeah. use of words. It felt like they're her, realistic. Yes. Yeah. I, so that's why I feel like the sex scenes were really well written. And I yeah. think it's a great example of you can write sex well and not have it be extreme and not still be have super well written. Yeah. yeah. And still have well written sex scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, a, I a real people aspect to yeah. it. Which yeah. is why I would totally read another book by her because I do think she writes the sex scenes very well. I agree. Yeah. I think they're like my, it's not really an issue. So to say like with like hooks, like James hooks character as it was like, I kind of expected him to like, he was pretty dominant in the bedroom, but like out of that character, I expected more. more. Yeah. I expected more. Yep. Yeah. So I was kind we'll, of like, for we'll sure. talk more about that when we talk about him as a character, because I got thoughts. <laughs> um, so for mine, everything is a, three and then spice is a 3.5 it's not that i had like issues with it like it was nice but at the same time it was not exceeding anything characters i felt like the background characters were very scattered yeah and i was like what the fuck's going on with all these people i feel like we didn't really get to know who they were literally and then like tinkerbell popping up and like all of these other people popping up and i'm Uh. like i felt like you were just trying to include everybody somewhere yeah it's like i liked 
having that little jolt of, oh, I know who SME is, but it was like, how are these people really fitting in in a way that is conducive to your... It was not organic. It was very close. And I wrote this down that I do feel like there was a good story here. I don't feel like this story was Peter Pan. I feel like this author wanted to write a Peter Pan retelling and the story took a different turn. And instead of changing the narrative to fit the new story, she smashed the story, like smashing the circle into the square hole. And I think that in return, we got a lot of underdeveloped characters, a lot of missing plot points. And it is a shame because I do think that if she had changed the setting and took the Peter Pan elements out, that this could have been a completely different and better written story than the Peter Pan run. And I think it just wasn't Peter Pan. It was just, it had the same character names and different Well, Well, it's not supposed to be Peter Pan. Yeah, and that's 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 one of the things that she said too in the beginning beginning of the book. is that it's not necessarily a retelling. It's she, I don't know how to describe a, it. She calls it a shattered fairy tale. So like it's not necessarily a retelling. She takes like the basic yeah. of the fairy tale and uses it as like uh, just the inspiration for the characters. And then everything else is just what she comes up with. To be honest, oh. I would have rather her just changed the character names then because it felt like fan fiction. I would have rather her change the character names and then like written an author's note about how she like developed the inspiration for these characters versus forcing these characters in that like made no sense because you know by saying Tinkerbell, you know by well, saying me, you're going to get pictures in your head even if you don't want them there. I just yeah. want to talk about that for a second. So like I... I feel like really the only one that she like changed the name was Tinkerbell. She changed it to Tina Bell. And I fucking hated it. I hated that name so much. (laughs) It could have just been Bell. It could have been Bell. It could have been Bell. Or just like, you know, like she could have just like had me. I'm not going to lie. I didn't get. I So when you guys brought up Tinkerbell, I'm like, who the fuck are they talking about? (laughs) Tina Tina Bell. Okay. And so it makes sense. (laughs) Tina Bell fucking like. I just like the name doesn't sound nice no. coming off the tongue. Yeah, it just no. it's a bad name. But also, that's my mom's name. Saying her person last Tina name? Bell. Because it was Miss Bell, right? Oh, Tina's fine, but like Tina is fine. But why were Bell they kind of like calling yeah. her by her full name? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Who goes by like without not even a hyphen? You know, like who Nothing. goes by their first and middle name? Like no one fucking calls me Victoria yeah. Nicole. Why would they? Yeah, like they're not gonna fucking. If do that. I didn't pick it up, I'm wondering how many other people didn't pick it up because I, Alex, I don't know. That was pretty obvious. That's I pretty didn't obvious pick to it. Me too. Did not pick it up. Uh, but also, you guys talk about a lot of things sometimes, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, I do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sometimes I'm, I think I, it's that point. murder. Uh, we started <laughs> in the murder <laughs> realm way too, yeah, way too soon. So now we're like, I, I'm. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Oh, man. Wait, uh, Chris, did you give all your ratings? Yeah, it was just a three. And then the uh, but Alex didn't give her spice. They were good. Oh, my spice, I did a three because um, there it was very minimal. Um, and like I didn't like the fact that she was vanilla. a virgin. Yeah, I yeah. didn't like that either. I didn't like that. I didn't like it. I didn't mind it. <laughs> so I, mean, I, I, I granted, I, I may, I am not a wholesome person. I'm just going to say I'm not. I've never <laughs> been a wholesome person. But like, so I never had like the 
drive or like the want to like save my virginity into my yeah yeah, no I lost my virginity to my husband I love that for you that's so fucking that's so fucking sweet so I I was rooting for her (laughs) okay well that makes yeah but like the the fact that she was like 20 and still a virgin but like not because she was saving it for any sort of reason well the thing is like you were probably saving it for like right. for your husband, like for for a reason, she wasn't saving she it. Holding on to it, reason. yeah. It was just like, it was just in her back like, like, what do you mean you're 20 years old and <laughs> you've never been like presented with the opportunity? Stuff. She was like trying yeah. to do all this stuff, but she didn't give an explanation as to why. Which I mean, yeah. she, does she, she need really a party? Because she was pretty sheltered. I mean, she went out with yeah, Angie. That's true too. But maybe I my think it could be written like that, like yeah. because people were intimidated by her, and so she like didn't get with. With guys because she felt like they were trying to take advantage of her mm, yeah, I yeah that. So, she did say yeah. that that could have been expanded upon i think but, we could have gotten more of like her backstory to like with her brother and that whole relationship with well, her brother and her dad and like all of that general. i was like <laughs> the whole backstory in general like she did touch a little bit on her childhood early childhood when peter was not a piece of shit you know but like there was basically nothing about like the teenage years or after her mom died other than it's like he's yeah, never yeah. here blah, blah, it was blah, blah, very blah. focused on these two things but it's like i needed emerging i needed something yeah. over the years because, yeah sorry but like, if you hate your dad for two instances i feel like the she developed hook's character because we got a very traumatic and in in touch backstory that like nothing was ever done with but regardless i feel like we should have either only gotten <laughs> hook's pov or because I feel like with her giving both POVs, it sacrificed the character development and the information we got on the characters. And so if she had to make that sacrifice as an author, I would have rather only had one POV over the other. I will like, never criticize a dual POV. I Are the rest of her books multiple I POVs? Enjoy, I enjoy okay. dual POV, but I feel like if it's at the risk of getting underdeveloped characters, I would much rather just have one yeah like if if you were to do that whose pov would you do it from would you do it from james's or would you do it from wendy's i would do it from probably james's only because he has more that nothing was done with versus like again like we know nothing about wendy's mom we know like nothing ever hinted at the dynamic that about john not really being her brother like what if she had said it was right after John was born and mom died that he detached himself from us? And I can't help but wonder if it's because I look like mom or because it's my fault and he blames me for mom's yeah. death. I like, mean, yeah, she nothing. did. She did touch on the fact that like he at, as soon as the mom died, that's when he detached. But she did. Yeah, but I never put anything else together. I was like that until the video. I was like, oh, I kind of I, I kind of put it together. But- I, I put it I put it together strictly based off of the way that Peter was so e- like not necessarily eager but so easily like to interact with Wendy where he wasn't interacting with John on purpose like that's all I was like oh he's a bastard he's not his kid like that my brain just immediately went there I'm like so mm-hmm. one thing that really frustrated me was how Hook and John became best friends so fast brothers um, bro- okay can i tell you guys how i wanted to rewrite i this? also don't like that can i tell you how no. i would how i would rewrite this okay Please. <laughs> so i thought the pacing was really weird and i'm not a fan of the whole betrayal kidnapping scene was not a fan of it but it happened at 40 percent, which was stupid 
So if it had to be included, I think if she had changed the sequencing, we would have gotten a different book. So if she had taken the time to develop the relationship with John and Hook, Hook, assuming Wendy was involved in kidnapping, drugging her, because him calling John after he had kidnapped and drugged Wendy made absolutely no sense because why would he check on John? Why wouldn't John be involved? If you're going to assume the girl you're falling in love with is involved, why would you not assume her brother is involved? Why are you calling to talk to him every single week? Yeah. Makes no sense. I didn't think of that. What if he had, what if? The gala dinner. So what if we saved the kidnapping, the gala dinner happens and Wendy went with her father, like her father had said to her, come to this gala dinner with me. And at the gala dinner, Wendy sees Hook and realized that he betrayed her because she works with her father and realized and thinks that Hook was just using Wendy to get to her father for some kind of business deal. So she said something to Hook, like, I'm done with you. I'll never forgive you. And then Rue dies that night and Hook reads that as Wendy's betrayal. So he kidnaps Wendy at the end and Wendy's father comes in because Hook, like there's like this big tumultuous scene at the end where like Hook's like, if you want your daughter alive, you'll come. And in that, when they're there, there's like a big confrontation. Hook realizes his mistake is that Wendy did not betray him. He forgoes his revenge to aid Wendy because she's still drugged. And then Wendy's dad uses that as an opportunity to shoot Hook. Wendy still loving Hook and having feelings for him and realizing that Rue, that her father killed Rue, who was the one person Hook loves, jumps in front of Hook, becomes injured. Hook realizes the depths of Wendy's love for him. The father is stunned because he just shot his daughter. And then Hook kills Wendy's father in that moment. And then Wendy lives, obviously. You have and, so much dedication. And also, the cousin seed made no fucking sense. Also, I think Hook should have lost his hand in the plane crash. So he, yeah. he wouldn't have had a hook, but, you know, okay, that's all. Why did I even call him Hook if he didn't have a hook? Because he had because his, his the hook, hook nice. blade. The hook blade that he used to torture people. Uh, I was like, what the fuck? I don't understand why you're being called Hook every single time. You- or if he had a very badly scarred hand or like he was missing, Something. like he was missing two fingers. You know what I mean? So his hand kind of looked like a hook. Thumb. But that'd be perfect for finger blasting, you know? I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I have, I have, I have thoughts about that, but like the, the issue with me with like your like take on it and how you would rewrite it is that puts a lot of like redemption not necessarily your redemption, but like, you know, fatherly weight on Peter where he does not have the fatherly weight. Like he does not care if Wendy dies in place for him. He and that's what him. like didn't make sense to me is like we got this like because he did care about Wendy, right? Like well, but he didn't care about John and he distanced himself. He's supposed to have distanced himself from Wendy because of John, but not because he doesn't love Wendy, but because it would hurt Wendy if he only gave attention to Wendy and not to John, but he still loves Wendy. Yeah. But like, I think that a lot of it has to do with the influence of just like his power and like how he became as a person after that, just all about him, him, him and Tina and Tina being so 
obviously against Wendy just because she felt like she was second string to his daughter, which is weird. Like, don't so that weird. girl. Yeah. Don't like you, you didn't disclose that you're dating this man. I wish they would have said they were dating. I wish yeah. she would have been her new stepmommy. So at least absolutely it that would have made sense for like, sense. yes, like, but yeah. for like a, an assistant to hate a daughter because the daughter gets more attention than she does. Like that's she just gets like, no oh, fucking yeah. attention. Why would you? (laughs) Again, it would make sense if the father was this dedicated father to Wendy so that Tina has a reason to be fucking hating Wendy. He doesn't even fucking talk to her. But then Mm -hmm. that wouldn't make him the bad guy in Wendy's story. That would make it a lot harder for Hook and Wendy to come to like a mutual sort of understanding of who Peter was like. I think Peter's lack of empathy as a father and lack of caring as a father kind of came to, it was a really big part into Wendy realizing that like she loves him more than he's ever loved her. And that is like a really important part of like how she realized like, Oh, Oh, you're a bad dude. You're not good. You're not cool. Great. Got it. Like, and I think that's, that's important because like if he were to die, and she still would have had like that. Eh, that's my dad sort of thing. Like their relationship would be done. Like it's it's to make their relationship work. It would need to have Peter be obviously not caring about her and only caring about himself. You know, that's fair. But I also feel like the timeline is so unclear and rushed and rushed in yeah. this book that like. If you went your whole life believing that you were your father's little shadow and your father's just busy and he does care about you, could you really say that within 48 hours you believe that he doesn't give a shit about you? And undo that nickname made me cringe every time I read it. Little shadow. Little shadow, you know how much you mean with me. The acorn thing. Get over it. Why even even mention it? You know, why? It's not, it's not necessary. Again, that's what I'm saying. Bringing these forced elements in just like hurt the story. It did. It didn't add anything to it. Yeah, I get that. But I'm going to go on a little sidestep. Who was everyone's favorite character in this book? Tinkerbell. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Tina, not Tinker. No, my favorite. I loved John. I loved John. I feel like John needed. He was so sweet. He was my favorite. He needed more love in his life. He needed more like he had Wendy and that was great. And I I loved even though like they were sort of like kind of rushed like the, his interactions with James. I loved that. Like how he was so easily just like open to this guy and all these different things. And I love that they had like a mutual sort of like understanding of like each other. And I, I liked their interactions and I liked John's devotion to Wendy and his devotion to just like making sure that like she knows that he's okay. As a kid who was depressed heavily throughout like my childhood, like I, I can I can understand that. And I see that in John and I, I love that for him. And yeah. I love that he had such a good head on his shoulders given everything that he had been given, you know? I'm a big fan of side characters. I think every time we talk about what our favorite character is, I'm always pulling a side character. And it was just really disappointing because John was the only one that was given any actual yeah. good background. I mean, he was, he was yeah. given good, so much any more. good attributes. <laughs> Curly was like pretty devoted to Hook and all. Like Curly was on Hook's side all the time. So like Curly was also a good one that could have been there. We didn't Andy, get anything. But we didn't get anything. Curly though. 
Angie, like we got so much more from Curly than we got from Angie. Yeah. Angie I was like, no nothing. idea about her. Yeah. And the twins, we, we don't Maria? even know their names. The twins. Maria? Why <laughs> did they? she become friends with Maria in the epilogue? I literally wrote that in my freaking notes. Like <laughs> she should not have been friends with Maria. Like Maria no. had been nothing but awful to her yeah. the entire time. Like, why are we mending this friendship at the end when we're not going to expand on this world? Like, we're not going to expand on how Maria and Curly are Curly together now and all this different thing. Yeah. 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 We're just going to mention that and be like, everything's cool now. I'm like, no, Maria was a bitch. Let's just like <laughs> say that what it is. Maria was I like, feel like, oh, yeah, she was. Curly, so I feel like Smee should have never been his cousin. And I feel like Smee should have never betrayed him because it made yeah. no fucking sense. But I think Smee... And Curly's characters should have been combined. And then I feel like we would have mm-hmm. gotten a lot more depth. And like, again, I just feel like they were she was throwing in so many side characters that like didn't get any Absolutely. development. I feel like if they were combined, it would have made him like the right hand man, like yeah. character. And it would have been better. Like but if my we were more like involved in the business, that would yeah. be so much more understandable yeah. but seeing that he was a completely apart like from the business servant. and then came but in and for yeah. years for fucking years his just like right hand man on his boat you know but like not part of the business and then all of a sudden starting to build this like drug empire and stuff behind his back like he doesn't have the insight to do that like no. if anybody would have the insight where did where did he get those skills from who uh, fucking knows i genuinely enjoyed rue as he was one of my favorite oh, yeah. characters. Yeah, I thought Rue was yep. well written. It made me sad he was killed off get, so early. Mm-hmm. Did you guys get the uh did you get the references to who Rue was supposed to be? Rufio, right? Yeah. I was like, it, yeah. it's in hook. Yeah. It's in hook, not in Peter Pan. And so like that was yeah. that was the difference. I was like, oh Rufio. How's it going? But you're actually that she's pulling it from Hook instead of yeah, instead of Peter Pan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. Fantastic. I liked Rue as a character because I feel like we didn't need a lot of backstory because of how she wrote him yes. as yeah. like a, a man who was very out of touch with his emotions, and he said more in his pauses than he did in his words. If that kind of makes sense, like he mm-hmm. he wasn't the kind of guy that was going to have this deep emotional connection with you, but he was the kind of guy where the silence while the two of you are drinking a glass of whiskey means something. It means that he values and cherishes your time. And so yeah. I feel like as a character, I got a lot out of Rue and I enjoyed him. Mm-hmm. I liked Rue also. I liked John. I liked, I felt bad that he got like abandoned uh, randomly by all the yeah. family. Uh, that was crazy. Why were they all in one house together like this? And no one was talking. No one lived there apparently, really. Um, so yeah. what kind of house did you have? Why was it so big and mansion, no one fucking lived there? Literally. Because he has to so, show about his money. Wait, can somebody I felt it was just like John sitting John, in the John at the end, because I was so fucking confused. They were going to get John and then the dad was going to get John and then he was not there, but well, I was, dad was so the dad. So I think that the, the dad has been like pretty telling in his interactions with John to like fall through on his, like, I don't know, like promises or so. But like, I think that dad probably called John to say that we're meeting you at this place. Cause dad's going to come pick me up and we're going to meet this way. And then dad just never showed up. That's just sort of how That's I assumed sad. that went because that was what had happened with John and Peter the entire time is dad said he's going to do something and then just like doesn't do it. And so 
that one didn't confuse me so much just because I'm like, oh, that's probably what ha-. like dad knew that he could use Wendy as a ploy through John, you know? Yeah. I don't know. So like that's that's the way that I took that one. It wasn't that one wasn't that weird to me just because like dad is obviously has no issues using John to his advantage. Being a douche. I like how um, suddenly Wendy was dating her half brother's half brother. That's too close well, for comfort, I think. There's like, too many brothers again, in that. Getting a we're, little Penelope Douglas over here. We're, we're, in, <laughs> we're in like the book sphere, which makes it like kind of okay because like it's not real life. But like the way that my brain made it okay in the book sphere is just sort of like because she didn't know that Hook and John were related until well after her and James's like relationship was developed. And that's what made it kind of okay. Also because like John never had any sort of familial contact with James's family. Like it was always I think it's because I also was like, Wendy, you're so on surface level with this man right now. Like you could still pull out and you guys can just be a regular family. That's that's absolutely like your guys' relationship is not that serious. It's not that deep. Like I wrote that in there in my notes. Like I I love a good insta love book. I do, you know, but like this one is so insta love that like there wasn't a lot of like actual connection between the characters. But yeah. And so like, I just feel like their Insta love was just like kind of unbelievable because it was just like, we fucked a few times and all of a sudden I'm in love with this person, but you know, nothing about this person. I mean, Granted, he knows what he learned about her through like social media sort of research and shit. Like as people who have presences in social media, I can tell you right now, my social media presence is very much me, but that's not the entirety of me. How are you going to fall in love with me off of that? That's weird. (laughs) Exactly. It felt very unrealistic as to how they were like, all of a sudden I'm in love with this person. Like, okay. Well, I think her problem was not really a problem, but... I think her mindset was that she had just lost her virginity to him. So she was like, oh, I love him now. That's what that's what I was going to say is that that's what yeah. halfway like made me have an issue with the whole virginity thing is because like, of course, you fucking love him now. Why? Oh, now, you're, yeah. now you're stuck. Yeah. This is yeah. exactly what we knew was going to happen because this is why are you doing How that? How did you guys feel about the whole drugging and kidnapping um, portion and then him getting a redemption after that? Because- so. I have so thoughts. the entire time when he like when he drugged her, like he decided that she was part of this and decided, yeah. like, I need no more research with, with no literally, literally, literally no evidence, n- no evidence Other than her but being then she related. Call, but then he calls her brother like, every day. But just yeah, yeah. just to He's like, you know, a woman was there. I thought it was Tina. But now, obviously, it's Wendy. I'm like, that's not. That's it's not, not even like, sketchy vibes it's from not Monica. Even like he was like she had black Moira? hair. Yeah, yeah, Moira. Yeah, Moira. Like, <laughs> she was sketchy. Your jelly. From the first time I read this book, like I, I always knew that Moira was going to be a problem. We don't introduce a character like that with them not being a problem in the way that they introduced Moira and they kept like developing her character. I'm like, she's going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. But hated that. Hated her. I feel like her and Tinkerbell could have been one character. Yeah, would have been much better in my opinion i thought that's how i could go at one point i did too yeah i thought that they were the same person because they were i I mean they're both bitchy so i just assume like hey you guys have the same personality you should be friends yeah i mean like there's also like the the smee being the big bad in this book 
it like I I love a good twist in a book. I love a good surprise in a book. And that was the twist that she was going for, the big surprise, you know. And I enjoyed the fact that like it was a person that you least expected to be this person but at the same time they didn't develop him enough as a character for me to be like caring about it yeah whenever they said the voice i recognized immediately and when i turned around fucking one i thought it would be rue like oh was that just a fake body me and then it was me i was like oh i'm a little disappointed now but i guess we'll go with it (laughs) smee's big reveal i feel like for him being the big bad was so quick from his big reveal Mm -hmm. to his death that it was a little anticlimactic because it was all in the same scene you know yeah his big reveal and like a few minutes later homie was dead and i will say the monologue where hook had where he was like and he has every reason to hate me for the same reason i hate peter michaels i was like that's some good character development right there and then boom he was dead <laughs> that that part too with peter killing smee in like a sort of act to save his daughter and then for her to immediately turn and kill peter because peter's like i'm i killed him to save you but i'm also gonna kill the man that you love because he has shit on me like that one was it was just so fucking quick that i'm like bro Pick a side. You went past your own sides. You went behind your own like ideologies to kill this man that you've been working with because he was going to kill your daughter and then just like decided to continue doing what you were going to do. Like that's not a character development in any in any form, you know, like that's just like, okay, you're stupid. Like you're supposed to be a grown man. Be a grown man. Think about things. And he's supposed to be super smart too. super smart about all these business deals. And then he's over here just black for funsies i i don't know why i like so much that she killed her dad like i feel like that one was pretty big for her yeah character i think that like the fact that she killed peter after realizing all the different things and like choosing a side that was big for wendy as a character just in general because she had not chosen a side up until that point so that was good i thought like their scene after like he was dying all i pictured is like them walking away and being like wow my brother and my brother's brother who's also my boyfriend because... and also the father of my child also isn't that Literally. weird so the child will have the same relation the it'll be the next the john's nephew but it'll genetically Both the sides. child will be closer to a sibling to John than a nephew. But yeah, they could have been related in a different way. Like, like, why couldn't John have been his brother's kid? Anything else? Literally anything else? Like make a little, little bit of a disconnect there. Yeah. Like John been like the uncle's kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Taking the yeah. cousin part of Smee and like making that that. I feel like. Yeah. That like, why been. the fuck? Smee's like, we've been cousins this whole time. <laughs> so I feel like the beginning with the uncle timeline wise was like a little unclear like him killing his uncle yeah how old hook was like i was a little confused on that and i'm confused why rue didn't just kill the uncle when he found out hook needed to do it it was like his his perspective was like this is something that james needs to do to get past james's trauma from this man it's not i am viewing it from like the book perspective he was still living with his uncle and his uncle was still beating the shit out of him for years after he met yeah. Rue. Yeah. For that's, years. That's, that's like what, like I, that's even just if be- Rue just like took him away and was like, you're staying with me now, kid, fuck your uncle. 
like something. And also not just abusing him, like physically. This man was sexually abusing her I up feel until like he could fight back. For how dark that side of it was, the rest of the book should have matched at some point in equal darkness. Literally to connect all of this, because otherwise I feel like, why are you just like trying to throw trauma out there just to throw trauma out there? Why not? You know, it's a book. Um, <laughs> I will say I thought it was cute that his name was James Barry. If you don't know, that's the original author of Peter Pan of the mm-hmm. screenplay. So mm-hmm. thought thought mm-hmm. that was cute. I I read the original Peter. Pan I was wondering where that kid, came from. So I thought that was a cute little nod. What did we want like more of in this book? A story. Oh, shit. I mean, the, the character, <laughs> more, more who character they were. Depth. I wanted to be so connected to them and their relationship, but they just what you just like each other automatically there were parts that could have been taken out yeah to build more of in in the relationships moira maria and tinkerbell could have all been the same fucking care i thought they were at some points i feel like there was not a whole whole lot of visual descriptions about anyone and i am real big on like setting the scene like i don't look at fan art until i'm done reading because if not, it all messes. That's why I say don't fan cast until everybody's ready. Yeah. But, but if you're going to be vague with the character descriptions, then people are going to assume it's the preconceived characters the they only, have in their head. Yeah. So yeah. that's part of the issue. Yeah. The only thing we got, I feel like, was that Hook had dark hair and blue And didn't eyes. have, and had both hands. Didn't have. Yeah, had both hands. <laughs> didn't, he had, didn't have a hook. Dark hair, blue <laughs> eyes. He had both hands. Wendy had brown hair. Which, like, I I think that's, like, my own thing. Like, I see, like, the Wendy and the Peter Pan retelling. I wanted like, kind of dirty red. blonde. I wanted it to be kind of dirty blonde, if not a little Or blonde-ish. strawberry red. I feel yeah. like Wendy's got but that like, strawberry yeah. But he kept saying, like, chocolate. And I was like, oh, so darker hair. Got it. She um, would say, he said chocolate, but then he would say dark like a raven. So I which don't one? Uh, Yeah, which, which one? one? Yeah, and then, a raven. Like, and then Rue was red haired, where like Peter should have been red haired, but like, yeah. yeah. And that was strange to me. I had a lot of issues with that. But as far as like the things that I wanted more of, I think that I just enjoyed the interactions with John and James so much that like I wanted more of their development. They just kind of like imprinted on each other. It's like stepbrothers. Like, Did we just become yeah. best friends? Exactly. <laughs> Literally. Exactly. <laughs> And like, I love, I love the instant connection there. Like before you guys know that you're brothers, but like the thing is like, that's not actually going to happen. Uh, also gonna... like, this is like a fucking 30 year old man. And this you're guy's... fucking calling him every week. So it's a little fucking yeah. weird. Uh, for my ex, I literally wrote things that we've talked about, but like how I just disliked the name Tina Bell. <laughs> and then <laughs> I also put that like Wendy, just like, like welcoming Maria into her friend group at the very end for like no fucking reason when Maria has been just like nothing but a fucking bitch the entire time. We didn't need no. that. You guys know that I am a firm believer that if your epilogue does not add anything to the story, you shouldn't have it. So for the epilogue, just to be like, yeah, now when the baby's out with her two best friends, her best friend. Uh, why? Her why? <laughs> um, my icks were um. So after he was kind of like, oh yeah, she's going against me. I'm gonna drug her and kidnap her, <laughs> kidnap her, all of that. And then he realizes at that little dinner party, it was so that- quick his realization. Like, but then he still punished her. And I'm just like, why? You know, she isn't, she has no fucking clue as to what you are talking about. And you are still punishing her. 
for something she has no control over whatsoever. Yeah. You're not even like, why? Give her, like a few few hints. Like she no. mentions things like try to like probe it, basically like, hey, what's going on? Like, yeah, try to like divert the no apology from nothing, yeah, nothing, and like nothing. it was just like. Uh, like you literally kidnapped and drugged this girl and you owe her an apology. Really another little quick ache of mine. And this is a very small part, but I fucking hated it. Where the fuck does a police commissioner get off? Like just talking some massive shit about Wendy at the gala for no fucking reason. Like she's just there with Hook. Police commissioner knows that she is Peter Michael's daughter. And then all of a sudden, like, just decides to, like, say that she's a sex worker and all this stuff, like, with a very, like, underhanded tone. Like, sex workers are actual workers and are actual people. We're just going to state that, first of all. Secondly, Mm -hmm. police commissioner, we are not going to sit here and put judgment on sex workers and then put that sort of, like, assignment onto a person that you don't even know is a sex worker. Like you, you know nothing about this woman other than the fact that she's wearing a dress and a choker and she's with this person and she's wearing a floor length dress. Like she's wearing an actual gala ground dress to the yeah. ground. Like, why do you have that assumption? And also, why are we casting judgment on a person that we know nothing about for no comfortable reason? And comfortable doing it out loud. Like yeah. literally in front of your wife. In front of your wife, and the wife is just like, "Oh, he's so silly." Oh, <laughs> the, wife, the wife's Funny reaction. I was, oh, Jim, okay. that's just Jim for you. you. Oh, <laughs> like when that happened, I'm like, you know what? Men are trash. I'm just gonna say that. You know, it's like real men are trash. Fictional <laughs> men sometimes are trash. But police commissioner, you had such a minor fucking role, and you fucking bungled. And you it. fucked it up. <laughs> bungled the fuck out bungled of that. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't like you as a person. And you're not I even know, a real person. But... Get the fuck out of here. No. <laughs> oh, you know what was another one of my no. eggs? Same thing at the fucking gala. First of all, why the fuck is Tinkerbell there? You're her you're assistant. Like what? Get the fuck out. It would make more sense if you weren't fucking there. But second part, when <laughs> she says he popped my cherry to fucking Tinkerbell oh, and her dad. Gross. I was like, one, this is so gross. out of fucking character for Wendy because not only is she so like so she mad dad's approval but she's mad i get that she's mad but it was still she wouldn't even say something to him on the phone because she was so scared of turning him away that i'm like yeah and just say pop your cherry what why are you saying that that's gross do we still say that is that still what it's called? I mean, perhaps I just have a sort of combat, like combative personality when it comes to my parents. But like, I will say whatever the fuck I want to mm-hmm. around them. My like, I will do that in person. Then when I get home, I'm like, what the fuck did I do? And so, like, that's just my my personality. I'm like, I I react in the situation, and I, like afterwards, I debrief, and I was like, oh. I was crazy. That's me, hardcore. That's why I'm not speaking to my dad. (laughs) So I think that we've hit all of the points that we wanted to make. Is there anything else anybody wanted to say or? Nope. All right, cool. So I think that we've hit (laughs) the end. Uh, Signing out, I am Tori. I'm Alex. I'm Liz. And I'm Chris. And we have been your literature captains for the evening. We will see you guys next week. Each week we rotate who chooses, and this week it's Tori's choice. She switched it up from dark romance to a contemporary, and she chose a love letter to Whiskey by Candy Steiner. It is available on Kindle Unlimited. The blurb that's offered on Kindle Unlimited and on Amazon is, 
I saw him first, but it didn't matter because he saw her. He was my best friend and I was his. We couldn't be together, but we couldn't stand to be apart. And if you're not truly lovers, but you're so much more than friends, what exactly are you? I have a lot of thoughts about this book. I'm very excited to see what your guys' thoughts are once we hit all this. I'm so excited to see what you think, Liz, how you rewrite this. <laughs> yes, very excited. Candy is, again, a comfort author for me. So it's going to be quite the read, I think, for all of us. <laughs> 